Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I'm going to share because I feel like that I've got something on my heart tonight that God has given me. And I I really, um, it wasn't at all what I had planned. But, you know, after you get before the Lord and you pray and you allow Him to just begin to press upon your spirit and impress upon your spirit some truths, then it became very clear and evident to me. So I don't believe that you're here tonight by happenstance. I believe that the Lord has brought you. And I believe that there is a word in due season for us tonight. And, you know, I like to say when I hear the Word of God, uh, you know, whether it's my own personal reading or I'm hearing somebody teaching, and when there's a truth, of course, I'm going to try to apply it to my life. I don't always think, well, it's for someone else. You understand what I'm, I'm saying? But I do know that there are times when we hear truths, and it's not only for us. Did you hear that word, not only? It is for us. You know, I, I don't like uh, to hear people, yeah, that was for so-and-so. Well, you may know that, but also you need to receive it for yourself. Well, I'm perfect. I don't have any. Well, I know you are, but the rest of us, we need God working on us a little bit, okay? All right, so let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus tonight, and we submit ourselves before you to hear your Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, that you speak a word Uh, to us that is needful in our lives, that is timely in our lives. And I ask you, Lord, to season my words with your salt, and I pray that you give me what I need to speak to your people, and I receive that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. It's good to see everybody here tonight, and um, I'm going to be sharing with you Um, a subject uh, that is from disappointment to destiny. How many of you, don't raise your hand because it would be everyone, but how many of you have ever had a disappointment in life? I have to say that I have had disappointments, my share of disappointments in life that come in various ways. And even, you know, in things that I thought that God had called me to, that he wanted to do through my life. And, you know, at this point in my life, I maybe I haven't experienced it. I haven't seen it. And so you can get disappointed and you can get pulled off. But, you know, I still have faith in God that whatever it is that he wants me to do, even I might have gotten it wrong, but he will do through me what he desires to do. And his timing is not my timing, and I accept that, and I receive that. And I think that's what it takes, because when you're too anxious to do something, I think you need to stop and and just rest a, a little while in that place until you know that you know that you know. I don't feel like God wants us to just go off and do something. I think we do things calculatedly. I think we do things being led by the Holy Spirit. Um, I love enthusiasm. 
And I love it that young people, I love to be around young people because they have a lot of enthusiasm. And I remember when I was young and I was enthusiastic for the Lord. But, you know, I just sometimes wanted to go do something. I wanted to tell everybody about the baptism of the Holy Spirit once I got filled with the Holy Spirit. But it didn't take me long to realize that not everybody was ex as excited about it as I was. Because, number one, maybe they didn't know about it. Number two, maybe they've been taught that it was, you know, that was something that passed away, whatever the case may be. And so we need to have enthusiasm, but we need to have wisdom too. Amen? All right, so I think um, that we could say that all of us have suffered some kind of disappointments in life, and some small or some, you know, maybe very crucial, whatever the case may be, but sometimes to the point to where you want to give up. And if you read the Bible, you will see that there were men and women of God that were in that position that want to give up, that want to stop. But God has a purpose and a plan to lead them into the destiny. And so you don't let disappointment stop you and thwart the plan of God. I tell you, God's people in these days need to keep on keeping on. Do you understand what I'm saying? That we don't give up, that we don't give in, that we don't crash. That, you know, I, I like what Paul said. He said, we get knocked down, but we get up again and keep on going. See, that is the difference to people who go on into their God-given purpose and the destiny in the Lord is when they get knocked down. And all of us do from time to time. You get up and you bounce back. You have a resiliency. And I'm talking about spiritually speaking. And you get up and you keep on going. I know what it's like to be down to the point where I don't want to get up, where I'm just going to lay here and I'm going to wallow around in the self-pity. But you know what? You'll never do anything for yourself, your family, or the kingdom of God in that situation. You got to get up again. Sometimes you can't get up by yourself. Sometimes you need brother and sister so-and-so to come around you and help lift you up. You know what I'm saying? We need to be open to be encouragers to people. Well, that's a good word, whether you think so or not. Okay, so I want you to look at this word, disappoint. The first part of it is dis, and what does that mean? D-I-S, to take away. You have an appointment, disappoint. You have an appointment, and you're disappointed. In other words, the enemy, trials, tribulations, all, you know, the challenges of life, they all come to take away your appointment in God. Now, it's amazing though, many people don't know what their destiny in God is. I realize that. And if you're talking to a congregation, there would be probably 
over half, maybe three-fourths of people that would say, I don't know what my destiny is. But I don't think you have to struggle over something like that. I think, I think that you serve the Lord, you follow His plan, and day by day you do what you're supposed to do, and then you will find yourself, you're on a path of destiny, you're on a path of a plan, you're on a, a path of purpose in your life. So we, I mean, when we say destiny, that's some ethereal, you know, kind of uh, word. No, I'm not talking about that. Your destiny is in God is why you were put here upon the earth. Why you were placed here. And we know one of the reasons why you were placed here to come to know Jesus and share Jesus with other people. And if we're doing that, we're well on our way. And we don't have to struggle about, well, am I, you know, I, I've seen people over the years and over a lot of years, and I've seen people, oh, they want to, they want to do something for God, and I love it, that enthusiasm, you know, I, I love that. Uh, but I can tell you then there are people who I, I'm called into the ministry. I'm called into the ministry. I'm called into the ministry. Well, if you are, Day by day, live it out, do what God's called you to do, and get in that flow, and then He'll help you be placed where you need to be. But you, you do what your hand finds to do. You know, I see it uh, uh, again over all these years, and people are in this setting in a church where they can, in a loving, safe atmosphere where people care for them and they can grow and flourish and learn. You can learn how to be in the ministry, but people are so anxious that they get out of the plan and purpose of God. Now, I think if you're called, get out, you know, when the time is right, you get on with it. But I'm telling you, there's education that must take place before you get in a position of being handed over things. Now, I don't even know why I'm saying all that tonight. That was, you can see that's not on my outline if you were looking at it. But I, I just felt like I needed to say that. Now, uh, when you disappoint, it also means to dishearten or frustrate, to miscarry. Now, isn't that... An interesting word. We know what miscarry is as it relates to a, a woman who is carrying a child and she miscarries. She gives birth before the, you know, the time and, and the child dies. That kind, you know, so you can miscarry what God has for you. And a disappointment can lead to that if you allow it to. But we're not going to allow that, are we? It also means to ruin, to fail to meet expectations. And so, you know, it, it means a whole lot of things, and I'm not going to get into any more. I think you get the picture to get you off track, to get you off guard, and to thwart the plan that God has for your life. Now, Jeremiah 29, 11. Now, listen to this. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Now, that's a very interesting statement right there. And you know why it is? Because some people want to tell you what God thinks towards you. And it's not at all what the Bible says. He's mad at you. 
He's going to send you to hell. He's going to beat you over the head with the Bible. Now listen, he said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace. Now this word peace is the word shalom that you might be familiar with. And again, it means prosperity, peace, prosperity in every area of your life. Some people think you hear the word prosperity, that has to do with money. It could, but it is so much broader than that. It includes that, but it's so much more. Every area of your life, spirit, soul, and body, he wants you to experience his shalom, peace, or prosperity. He wants you growing in Christ. He wants you growing in your relationships with people, with your family. He wants you to have this peace that passes all understanding when the world is so tormented that they can't stand it. They're committing suicide. You know, they're taking all kinds of pills, trying to, and medication, trying to find it, trying to get rid of what the enemy tries to do in their life. But, you know, that's never going to do it. But shalom peace is for the people of God. He said, I know what I'm thinking about you. And so if you're wondering what God is thinking about you, he's thinking peaceful, prosperity, thoughts, towards you. That's what he wants for your life. If you're a mess and things are all messed up in your life, he still wants that for you. He wants you to find the prosperous way to him. I believe it. I believe it. So then he goes on to say, um, thoughts of peace and not of evil, and to give you an expected end. Okay, what does that mean? He has an expected end for you. When you come to the end of your life, there's an expectation by God and what He would have you to do, that plan, that purpose, that destiny, to accomplish for Him. And I don't think it's something that we have to struggle over. I think we, we get before the Lord, we seek Him out, we seek His plan, we seek His purpose, and then we go on that path with our life. Amen? Now, I was reading this um, out of the New Living, that Jeremiah 29, 11. He, he said, plans for good and not disaster. Plans of good and not disaster. So, if disaster is happening, that's not God's good plan for your life. Even though, you know, uh, grandmother might have told you that. And other people might have told you that. But it is not the truth. It is not the truth. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.